shit, shit, shit show. It's a fucking shit show. Welcome back to Shit Show Saturday. Sit Sell Saturday, folks. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. So I'm sitting in an Airbnb in St. Simons Island, Georgia, because one of my uh, old sponsees is getting married tomorrow. I sponsored her, I think it, it, I was in the thick of it with Brian number two. It sounds kind of fucked up, but I uh, I really didn't think that she would ever get it. Like I really didn't think that she would ever get sober. Uh, but here we are today. She has three years sober. Uh, she's marrying somebody who's also sober. Miracles do happen, folks. So today, now I have shared about how within the shit show, within the shit show community, the platform, there are these like subgroups within it, one of which being the uh, the CSA survivors group. So those who endured childhood sexual abuse. And they have a meeting um, every Wednesday. Now, I don't facilitate that. This is shit show Andrew's domain. But what I do know is that there's some really powerful shit going on within this um, within this subgroup. So I hopped on their meeting uh, this past Wednesday because I really wanted to hear from them uh, what being part of this group has meant to them. And it is quite profound, as you'll soon hear. And, you know, when I was editing this, all of a sudden it was like, how the hell did we get here? Like, how the hell did we get here? How did we go from, you know, dating alcoholics named Brian to now have this space where all of these strangers whose paths would never have crossed are now connected and are saving each other's lives. These really powerful, safe, accepting, loving, caring relationships. And guess what? You deserve that too. So again, you, the person that's been listening for a long ass time, like what's it going to take? You can't heal in isolation. We heal together. Give it a damn try. As I say, you can quit after 30 days, but just give it a damn try. And while you're at it, how about you also give me a little follow on the Insta, on the TikTok. And on top of that, how about you give me a damn five-star rating on Apple and Spotify? Thanks. Love you all. They say that I should damn the John shit show. They say that that's where people go to heal. They say that I'll feel seen and heard like I have never felt before. So I'm going to damn the joint right now. So Andrea's been wanting to record, you know, um, basically the question is, is what does this group mean to you? What do you get out of the group? How do you feel about the group? All right. Well, I'm going to go first. Um, so this group has given many survivors, including myself, you know, a voice to be heard. Uh, many of us including myself, almost for the first time. I've always explained this in onion layers, right? We all have onion layers of the ACA. And and whenever I joined this ACA platform over a year ago, you know, I didn't know if I belonged or not, right? And then, you know, I dove, d d dive, dove deeper into the ACA and found out that there's the trauma of, you know, childhood sexual abuse. And... I thought I was the only one until a couple other people mentioned it. 
And I'm like, holy smokes, this is true. And this onion, right, that we talk about has this huge layer of shit that no one else has in the ACA group. And, you know, no one else knows how we feel, but these people in this group know exactly how I feel. Um, we may not have had the same experiences, right, of the abuse, whether it be verbal, physical, or sexual abuse, but this group has that sexual abuse. Like I said, these we don't have the same experiences, but the same responses, the same reactions, the same feelings, the same issues as adults that all of us here have. We can all relate to those things. Um, the discussion of childhood sexual abuse, it's extremely difficult for a lot of adults, especially for children, hell for anybody really. Um, it's hard for us to come forward and tell our story, right? We feel ashamed. We feel like a burden. We feel like, you know, we're always worried that we're not going to be believed. We're worried that we're going to be blamed. And the biggest thing is that I get from this group also is I know that it's not my fault. I know that I didn't deserve this because, um, you know, we always blame ourselves for the abuse, especially if we knew the per who the perpetrator was, right? If we knew him personally, and that's what makes this all harder. But we do know that we're not to blame. In this group, I know that we're not alone. I know that we care about each other. We listen and we help each other in ways that some groups can't fulfill that for us. We talk about a lot of issues in this group. We talk about issues from hell, sexual intimacy with our partners, the lack of the issues. We talk about dissociation. Definitely talk about our nightmares, our dreams, what that means to us. Of course, we have our physical ailments. We always talk about our physical ailments medically, our addictive behaviors, our feelings of guilt, shame, the self-blame, the self-hatred, the negative talk. We've all shared our deepest, darkest shit on this platform here in this group alone. We've talked about inappropriate stuff that some people would think is inappropriate, and we all kind of laugh and giggle about it. We talk about our trust and attachment issues, our personal life experiences that hopefully if we tell our personal life experiences of what's happening to us, someone's going to relate. And it's always relatable, especially in this group. CSA has really fucked us up, all of us, because of the cortectal, cortectal and subcortectal shit in our brains and the shit's not firing correctly. Messed us up. You know, cognitive skills, our behavioral skills, our psychological health. It's really messed us up as grown adults. And here we all are, hanging out on a Wednesday night, helping each other. But since our brains are all fucked up, and we basically managed to save our lives, we saved ourselves, and we're here, and we're alive as grown adults. I can honestly say that this group has actually helped me save, save myself. Because in the last six months, this place has given me, this spot right here has given me the confidence actually to actually be this moderator and not be ashamed of what happened. I know it does not define me who I am. And this group is helping me realize that week by week. And I'm glad that, you know, everybody shows up, right? 
If we show up for others, then we'll show up for ourselves. Some Saturdays we've actually met on Saturdays, right? And there's people, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. there's an emergency, mm -hmm. there's an emergency Saturday sign up. If you're on the on our chat and you say, mm -hmm. Hey, you want to meet on Saturday? Okay, fire it up because this Zoom is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. So if anybody on. jumps on, if, if Jen and Nancy got on here, guess what? And they what? they can they can meet. So it's open as long as you know the password. Then a goddamn lifeline. And I do belong to another group here locally where I live. But it's not like this. I get way more out of this than the real life group, in-person group. So even though we're strung out all over the continental United States. So that's what I've got to say about this group. I've been trying to think like what how I want to say this, but I just keep thinking, I think it was a year ago. I'd already been listening to Andrea's the main group. Not I wasn't in the group of listening to the podcast since June of 2021. And like many people that I think join, like listen for a very, very long time. Because we're so afraid of people that we don't come in and you know, the, the layers of the onion of the healing that I did prior, so much of it was done in isolation. You know, the, you know, I've had amazing therapists and I've gone to therapy on and off since I was 18. Um, but I remember doing the yellow workbook by myself a year ago. And it kept saying, go to a group, go to a group, go to a group. And, and I just wouldn't do it. Oh, emotions. <laughs> um, and then finally, you know, I like popped in a few times, you know, in the old main groups and then started coming more in January. And then in April, um, just like others have mentioned, you know, where the little the little sidebar conversations in the chat and Andrew was kind enough to reach out after one of my shares and um I think I must have mentioned something about my job because I kept getting triggered at my job because I work with survivors of childhood sexual abuse and sexual assault and domestic violence. So I tell people to go to support groups all the time and I just couldn't do it myself. I, I told myself the story. I'm an introvert. I can't go to a group or I'm a professional in the field. And, you know, I remember years ago i went to a survivor event and i shared a poem that i wrote in regards to my uh, abuser that sexually abused me when i was a kid and and i just sobbed and i felt so out of control and so it never felt safe it felt too overwhelming to reach out to support in my physical community but then andrew reached out and he shared with me parts of his story and it led me to pulling out my laptop and writing my memoir and sharing it with close people. And I spent a couple of months really working on it. And then coming to the group, like the amount of healing that has happened just by logging in every Wednesday, um, unless I've made up the story that nobody likes me and I don't want to log in, but um is so profound and I, I've, you know, I've done, I think one of the triggers I had was that Andrea had a guest that said that somebody, you know, a survivor could heal in a month and it pissed me off because <laughs> I've done a lot of 
a lot of healing work. And, and I keep asking myself the question, like, oh, man, I wish I would have had a support group. You know, I should have just did support group 18 years, you know, when I was 18 and I'm 42 now. Um, but I realized now, like I needed to, I needed to do all that work. I needed to do the therapy and the spiritual work and the, the body healing and, and all of those things. But when I come to the group and sometimes I don't, you know, I'm still a shy person, but inevitably somebody says something that I needed to hear, or somebody will ask the question you know, I remember the first time I asked the question of like, I've been with my partner for 20 years and we love each other dearly, but intimacy is, is a struggle. And I was so embarrassed to say it. And everybody was like, oh, me too, me too, me too. And then like three weeks later, a new person came in and they were like, okay, but can I ask this question? And they're like, I'm really struggling with intimacy in the relationship. And it's, you know, I can talk to a therapist about it. Um, but there's something about others who have been there and you don't even, you can be really detailed if you need to be. And we, we all know we can handle it. Like Andrew will say, like, what do you got? Tell us more. Tell me more. It's fine. Um, but it's just really profound. I think the benefits for me, you know, in my relationship and my marriage, I think my, my husband is really grateful for people here. Um, so many times, like, you know, you can tell your spouse over and over and over and over and over these things, but it can be hard and, and exhausting to hear that for 20 years. Um, and so I think it's made, uh, there's also parts of his experience that I understand better because of the people in here and what they share. Um, it's been beneficial for me and my codependency and my job and my perfectionism in my job. Um, I've actually been able to advocate for myself at work. And um, I actually don't take on as many CSI cases right now. I'm I'm actually for the first time in 20 years, like kind of getting a little bit of a breather. Um, I still work them, but I don't have to work every single one of them that comes across our, our table. Um, so that's been really, really huge. And then, but like really, really want to drive home the community. Um, I was in a training today at work and they were talking about healing and social connection. And I used to spend every evening by myself and I was so isolated and so sad and um, didn't cook dinner and just would just be at my worst. And then these groups exist right in that little window of time that are so hard for me. Um, so, you know, this, the connections here, the um, ability to text somebody every single day if I need to, and their willingness to reassure me um, when I'm having the hard times. And I also notice the benefit of um, it's it's gradual, but finding friendships in, um, you know, our our reality, not just online, but um, I realized before the group, I would just spill out all of those things that we share here and, and it's safe to share here. It's not safe to share random coworker that's just kind of done and you're disclosing something about yourself that maybe you don't really want to disclose just yet. It's not appropriate. 
So it's helpful to have a space with others that um, I can share it and then I can move on. So um, thank you, Andrew, for your friendship and um, holding this space. And thank you, Andrea, for following your path and creating the podcast that I like obsessively listen to um, and get to meet all these other people who also obsessively listen to podcasts. So thanks, guys. Ditto everything you say. I've been around here, I think, as long as Andrew has, maybe just a little less. Uh, originally, in the original group, the first time I ever shared was when Andrew was helping Andrea out because I was scared as hell of Andrea. <laughs> but then we started this group. Um, and originally, I would just write in the chat while you guys were having the meeting. And that's one of the biggest changes for me is I show up here. Um, what this group means to me, it's a place to share the really unbearable shit and trauma that happened to me and to us. And it's like I can share with you guys because we all know what it's like to have something taken from us without our permission. We have, we always talk about like, okay, yeah, we're ACAs, but we have this extra layer of shame and fear of abandonment. And for me, I people please even more probably because of the shit that was said to me while this shit was happening to me. Like, you'll never be nothing if you don't do these things with me. And the changes of me uh, from this group, I'm learning to take my mask off and become more aware of my feelings of like fear and sadness and anger and grief and disappointment. And it's okay to have those feelings that they don't just mean rage because that's all they used to mean to me. Um, and it's also... The other change in me is at my job. I'm not afraid to step forward and take a risk. And it's okay for somebody to tell me, no, you can't do that. Because that doesn't mean you're going to lose your job. It just means, no, you can't do that. But I'm going to go back and try again. Oh, also, the other things that this has changed in me is conversations with my husband have become way more heartfelt. And I thank you guys for that. Um, my hope is to work through my pain with this trusted group of friends. And I say that really, I know you guys like me. It's just me who doesn't think anybody likes me and begin to thrive rather than just survive. And for that, I thank you. What this community has given to me. Um, wow. That weight of telling your spouse you know, that heaviness of what you went through, it's hard for them to hear. And sometimes men, and not all, but, you know, my husband in particular does, doesn't need as much, he doesn't need to talk about things as much. Um, and so I've really felt like this has been an answer to prayer. Like in COVID, I was 
I was drowning. I was drowning in, in just coming to the realization that I was not okay. And I didn't know what to do with all of this. And I didn't know where to turn. And I tried some never, never uh, CSA group. Cause it took a while for me to even admit or be okay with like saying that, that I guess I can be here, you know? And I know that a lot of us have grappled with those feelings too, of like, well, do I deserve to be here? Um, depending on the stories we tell ourselves, right? And it was just, it was affecting every aspect of my life. I, I dealt with so much fear around even caretaking and changing my children. You know, I had, a, I was terrified. Like when I was changing their diapers, I didn't know. I was like, is this, is this too much? But I still, I need to clean them, you know? I, and, and um, I would talk to my therapist about it and he would be like, okay, we'll walk me through what's going to hap- what's happening. But I had that fear inside of me too, that like, am I, am, am I going to be an abuser? And like, that is a terrifying feeling. It's a sickness that lives inside of you and all sickness, it survives in secrecy. And I needed a place to let my seek out. I needed it. 39 years of walking around with these secrets. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And so this community has just given me like, it's just been like a refuge or, or a oasis, you know, in the storm. Because as I've been healing more, continues to reveal itself. And, and, um, I'm noticing too, like friendships that I thought were lifelong were actually toxic, codependent friendships that I was clinging on to for dear life because of, because I didn't have anywhere else to go and never anywhere else to turn. And I am seeing a big shift in myself, being able to let some of that shit go of turning back to people that actually never were ever really able to be there for me because I know that I have real human beings in my life that care and that understand what's going on and, or what I'm going through and that aren't going to turn me away. They're not going to shame me. They're not going to tell me to just get over it or, or make light of it or minimize it. I, I just, I'm so grateful for, the authenticity and and the genuine true kindness of the other members in this group so i've also seen a huge shift in my um ability to sit with and feel my feelings and the result that it's had in my in my marriage and in in my parenting with my kids um it's just truly profound but especially for me in these kind of more subtle areas of like, oh, I'm just willing to put up with this behavior of these people because they've known me my whole life. No, no, I'm not doing it anymore. And then I'm not feeling like the agonizing terror of loneliness. Like, oh, if I do actually let that person go or walk a relationship that I'm, you know, that I'm going to die. It's like, no, I'm actually filling my time now with, um, with fulfilling relationships 
So I'm just so fucking grateful. And, um, and I'm also really grateful for, uh, for, for how honest everyone is. And, um, yeah, from our intimacy, the intimacy intolerance that I was, had been experiencing as a mother and the shame that goes along with that, you know, and keeping your kids at an arm's length distance because you're, you never experienced appropriate touch as a child. You never experienced it. And, and, and we were so, I was so desperate for it. I was so lonely, you know? So, um, it's really nuanced and it's really complicated and it's not for everybody. And that's another area where I've been seeing it for myself too. It's like, oh no, this topic is not for my coworkers and for me to just spill it out here or there or on any, you know, Tom, Dick or Sally that I run into. Like I'm not doing that anymore. And I, I'm really, um, it's a relief because some part of me like I couldn't help myself it was like I was just so bottled up inside I I was just like anybody you know I got I got to talk to somebody (sighs) Um, and just also learning like it's okay to have boundaries it's okay to speak up for myself it's still scary as fuck but I'm doing it more and I'm I'm learning like I'm learning so much about myself and like and it's through this trusted um safe space of relationships because you know like you always say andrea we heal in relationships and it's so true so thank you so much for creating this community and thank you andrew for always being there no matter how crazy i get i just i truly appreciate it and i i do feel like this is the closest thing that i have really experienced to family so Thank you, guys. There's two major things that I really appreciate about this group in particular. I have not been in a group for CSA survivors. I've known people that have gone through it, but it's always just kind of been a thing. I've never been able to actually like get into it with anyone. And the thing that I really appreciate about this group is that we talk about the effects But sometimes we can also get into the specifics about what happened to us. And we can talk about those things where I feel like people that haven't been through those experiences would not be able to tolerate hearing. And it's like, it's, it's a burden off, it's a lift off my chest to say the things that graph, some of the graphic things that have happened. I am just really eternally grateful that we are able to hold that space for each other because there's, we can say, oh, I've been through this or, you know, this person did this to me and be kind of vague. But sometimes you just need to say the specific thing because it's a secret that you're taking to your grave. You haven't told anyone and you never said the words out loud. And here we can say them out loud. And it's not shocking, really. Most of us kind of nod and understand and, and are compassionate. And so that for that, I appreciate because I've been able to say things that I haven't been able to say out loud to anyone else. And um, the other major thing that this group has helped me with is the way in which I parent my children. 
and how much residual fear comes up that had I not been aware and and I don't check in weekly with the fact that I am um I can relive my childhood by watching my kids and with this group I'm able to to have the awareness um to know that like because it almost becomes I almost go back there and and my feelings go back there but my brain doesn't and so I think something is wrong in the present moment with my relationship with my children I don't understand cognitively that I just went back to being nine years old and I'm scared and I'm you know having all sorts of feelings all I'm thinking is well there's something wrong with my relationship with my kid what is it what's wrong with me what's going on here and so this group has helped me recognize be able to recognize that that trauma comes up and we have to relive that experience um as we see our children age and also deal with the really scary thought that you know i think many of us as parents may have gone through which is that will we do it to our kids a question i never wanted to tell anybody i've ever thought but most people that do it have had it done to them and so a real thought i had to grapple with and something that i feel like a part of me is sometimes always questioning am i touching my kid inappropriately by giving them affection is this too much um i weird myself out and i also don't provide as much affection as my kids deserve because i'm so scared i'm going to be a creep um and so here i get to learn and have that space and i it's improved my relationships with my children tremendously i'm able to be way more physically affectionate by getting these fears out and being able to recognize that some of the feelings I'm having are from the past and they're not in the present. Um, and also just kind of be able to say like, hey, this is like this really, really scary thought um, that maybe, you know, other parents don't have. Maybe you guys have it and you're like, yeah, I've had it. I'm like, okay, here we go. Like, I'm not alone in this. Um, and that's the biggest thing here is I'm not alone. And I've gotten to say things that without you guys, I would have never been able to say ever to another person. And so I'm really grateful for that. And thank you. I just wanted to say that this is like everything that everyone's saying first off, definitely. Like this is a safe place that we can be and we get to share. I don't know, a lot more like friendships, like everyone's saying. Um, and I really appreciate that. And it's definitely just a place that I want to show up for others and for myself I I want to speak I want to share um I get really anxious but you guys all hold space for me and it's wonderful and I love being able to hold space for everybody else too because we all do get this um and yeah I just th this place means so much because the times I don't show up or the times I don't get to share the times that whatever like also, hi, Nancy's puppy. Hi. <laughs> um, sorry. That's okay. Anyways. Um, uh, yeah, you guys reach out 
if I don't show up. You genuinely care. And that's not something that I feel um, in any other community. And so this group, I love you all so fucking much. I'm